0: On today's show, Rick Carlisle, another shot on the way out, possibly, possibly, and more on the conference finals.
1: I don't have anything else to say. On today's Lockdown Mavs.
0: <laughs> I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks the Mavericks
1: are NBA champions. Bang, bang, it's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! If
0: you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The conference finals fiend, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: I was thinking, as you switched our pictures uh, on here, I was thinking of the (laughs) Twitter account. (laughs) The Twitter account out there, who is uh, out of context, locked on Mavs. (laughs) And uh, shout out to whoever you are who posts random pictures of us. I think I know who it is. Ooh. We need to talk off air. Um, Rick <laughs> there's Carlisle. A, there's a movie about a motel named after him. Oh, there okay. you go. <laughs> I, will, I will look into this. Um, yeah, so conference final stuff. We'll talk about that today. We also want to talk about Rick Carlisle and Jamal Mosley stuff that Tim Cato uh, reported on his podcast. Um, Tim McMahon, Jake Fisher, who we had on a few weeks ago. I guess it was a few weeks ago or last week. I, all of my mass timeline stuff is running <laughs> together at this point. It's all going together. Uh, but Rick Carlisle, Jamal Mosley. I tweeted out the same day of when Rick Carlisle came out with a statement about the kid stuff and endorsing kid. I tweeted out that day and said, this was a low ball move from Rick. I hated that. I thought it was a cheap shot towards Mosley. And I feel that way even more at this point.
0: This episode is brought to you by Spotify Room. Download the app and join us this week sometime, promise. We promise we'll get, we'll get back and finally do one of these. We'll be back at Spotify Green Room app. Like Isaac said, we'll talk about the Rick and Jamal Mosley situation. There's some weird, interesting quotes and just things going around. We'll try and sort that all out and try and figure out what it means for the Mavericks. Conference finals also happening right now. Injuries all over the place, like just an incredibly weird slate of, like imagine one of the most injured seasons in the nba and christoph porzingis made it through like <laughs> you know what
1: i mean like it's just wild mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit a little bit he mean, just but, had
1: to take a shot
0: <laughs> it's just ironic that he is known as being super injury prone these guys that are known for being like iron men like like uh Kawhi or not Kawhi, Giannis, james harden like guys that have just never missed time all of a sudden missing time now Uh, Trey Young misses the the conference finals game that the Hawks win. Giannis is out with an injury. So we'll talk about the conference finals. Where do we think it all stacks up? Who's going to win the finals and all that? We'll get into that. So, but before we do that, Jamal Mosley joining Team USA Select team coaching staff with, uh, with uh, Eric Spolstra. Congrats to him. Go out and get that experience. Go. Out there, it's the select team. So it's not it's the team that plays the Olympic team. So it's not the the team, it's not the team with Popovich that's gonna go win the gold medal. It's the team that kind of scrimmages against that team, basically. The the JV yeah. team of of sorts.
1: Yeah, I mean you're around you're with all those players. This is he's yep. done this before. He's been with team USA uh stuff before. We reference that a lot whenever forming relationships with players as they come through Dallas to play the maps and stuff, he always be on the court to happen up after the game and all, all of that. So he, he's been a part of Team USA, and now he continues to be part of Team USA in the coaching world.
0: Yeah, very interesting. But there's been a couple of reports like Isaac alluded to. Uh, this one coming from Jake Fisher. Uh, I'll just read the whole quote. Jason Kidd is also known to be close with Dallas Governor Mark Cuban and several sources with knowledge of the situation suggested. Rick Carlisle vouched publicly for Kidd because of his own frayed relationship with Mavericks assistant Jamal Mosley. A noted defensive mind, Jamal Mosley has cultivated strong relationships with Dallas players, particularly Luka Doncic. Also, on Tim Cato's podcast, he mentioned the frayed relationship between Carlisle and Mosley and how uh, Carlisle basically, when he was endorsing Kidd when he was taking the the Indiana Pacers job was also sort of burning a bridge with Jamal Mosley as well. Just a a weird thing. Like we, we talked about Rick Carlisle's statement when he said, when he endorsed Jason Kidd before the Mavericks actually made the decision before it was even reported. We said, this is more about Kidd than it is, or this is more about getting back at Cuban than it is about getting at Jamal Mosley or taking a dig at Jamal Mosley. Guess what? We were wrong about that apparently because Rick Carlisle did mean it to be a dig against Jamal Mosley and it, That's insane. Like, is it it just PR or is it just like, is it just bad press that Rick Carlisle is getting? Because it just seems like these quotes and the things that he's doing and the way that he was perceived just keeps getting worse and worse as, you know, the exit gets farther and farther away.
1: Well, yeah, it's kind of twofold because I do want to go in on that. It's several fold. More than one. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's it's also a natural thing for fans, too. I'll take up for, for a second, even though I, I will be first in line to uh, <laughs> go the opposite way here in just a sec. I think it's also easy for fans, especially coming off a, a series and a season that some fans still probably think that it was a failure um, when you're up 2-0 and just how all of that went down, a lot of criticizing of Carlos' decisions, all that stuff. Then you you take that, combine it with Carlisle's personality, combine it with all the reports of how him and Luca, there's tension there, which was very true, all that. And so it's then it's this combination. So then it's just it's almost like the fun thing to do as the fans of like just jump on, like he's a jerk, get him, and and then he he quits, he's out of town, he goes to another team. So then it's even more because then you don't really have anything to lose at that point, right? It's like even like media and reporters, like, oh well, we don't we're not gonna talk to him anymore. So and then it's just all coming out because he's leaving town. He already. And then it was how like he's contributed to that. So yeah, it's it's kind of like the yeah, none of this the, is un, none of this is unfounded, right? Like it's just yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's. I was just gonna say I think it's easier to do that with a coach who lost the series like they did, and then he leaves town to go take another job. Just take everything out of the equation. Yeah. That situation alone, that path alone, is easier for fans to jump on and take the bashing angle. He
0: betrayed us. He's the one that left. It's not like he was fired and you're kicking a guy while he's down. Like, no, he decided to leave on his own
1: terms. Exactly. Now what he did with the Jamal Mosley stuff. I mean, are we like, are are we past that? Like, I feel like we're old enough to like be past these subtle shots. And like, you are the president of the coaches association And if you're taking this angle to take a shot at one of your main assistant coaches, I just think that's a cheap shot. Like, I I don't see like, what, what are we doing? And the more that this goes on without like Rick has these main, like beat reporters, cell phone numbers. Anytime he wants to make any statement, he'll text McMahon. He'll text Cato he'll text some of these guys and tell them, Hey, here's a statement. And if this is widely reported, like it is now, and it wasn't true, I would have already expected a tweet from one of them saying, Hey, this has been out there. I love Jamal Mosley. I would have never do that. I And for him and to take Wish up him all for him. the best. All exactly. That. We haven't got that. So to me, that tells me that it is 100% true. And that's just stupid. Like that's just a low shot at Mosley. It sounds like jealousy. It's like, Hey, if ever, if he could connect with everybody on your team, but you couldn't, then what's going on? Maybe you got to look at yourself. So that's the thing that, sorry. I just, this really frustrates me that, the head of coach association makes it makes a call like this, and a guy like Jamal Mosley, who is very beloved, not just with the Mavs but across the league, and I'm Team
0: USA Select.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you're you're jealous, kind of, because he connected with the star player more than more than you do. But you know, it's all cool. Go go enjoy Indiana.
0: Ugh, I'm just so annoyed at how long we how long do we have to do this with Rick Carlisle
1: right like <laughs> are we done yeah uh, it's 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 honestly it's kind of unfortunate that it's like turning this route like it the, the, I was the, the yeah best, I want to be the careful. Best like in, the <laughs> best coach
0: in franchise history won the title yeah like we should be celebrating his career with the Mavericks and yet we're doing this because he brought it upon himself to go out and make these shots and to act the way that he did while he was the coach and all that it's just it sucks.
1: Yeah, and it's like, how how would it have been perceived if, if Rick didn't make the statement that he did? Yeah. How would it have been been different? I would have still had personal opinions about it that you guys got that on the first initial pod when um, he, he resigned. But take that aside. I still think a lot of the fan base would have just been hats off to Rick. Thank you for all you, you've done but the moment he said that statement and endorsed kid it made it and now that we see the motive behind it too then that's just an added part on it and it's like okay like come on like sure but so yeah tony east how you doing? Good luck, bud. <laughs> good luck, Locked On Pacers. <laughs> uh, let's get and into. And we say good luck, but they're. I mean, they're honestly probably going to be like a top four seed in the East next year. Yeah, he's gonna he'll, do, he'll be he's a gonna coach. Do great. Yeah, He's still a good coach. Like that doesn't change anything about any of this, right? It does add some fun schedule stuff that we're all yeah. going to be looking at of when's the first Pacers game? You, you know, if, if you mostly know, gets
0: hired. You know, Luca's circling that. Like he's going oh, to. Oh, I cannot. Sharpie on his calendar. Like, yeah, right there.
1: Got that, that game. Let's just put it in the bag right now. Will we get a Luka Doncic 50 point stare? 50-pointer 50 50 sta- stare at Rick. Like, I need him to do a step back, stare over. Hmm. If you're in the
0: chat right now on YouTube, if you're from Slovenia or you speak another language besides English that Luca does, what, what word will he use?
1: Put it, in, put it in the
0: chat, put it in the comments.
1: And also what if Mosley gets use, a head coaching that, right. job. Like if Mosley gets the Orlando job or he gets you know the Pelicans job, something like that, could that I think that will be a fun one to watch too when they play the pacers of okay, a little added uh stuff for, for Mos now. Yeah, he can coach real hard.
0: <laughs> I think that'll be fun for Luca too, because he'll 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 joke and he'll say stuff to, to Jamal Mosley, like in a playful way, like in a fun way. Right. Like not in a vengeful, like spiteful way, but
1: yeah, well, yeah, Luca. Yeah. Luca versus Mosley will be fun. I mean, yeah. like Mosley versus Rick. And what if against the first Pacers game, Mavs Pacers, he walks in with like a, a t-shirt on with like him and Mosley, like arm around <laughs> each other on the t-shirt. <laughs> Into the game. Or experience. it's Mosley and Luca. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Luca walking in with yeah, himself really. and and Mosley on a, a T-shirt or something. That'd be funny. We'll get into some more about the Mavericks
0: in the conference finals uh, and a lot more stuff coming up. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by Green Room. Spotify Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. Go on there. Find a room. Join it. Listen to some talk. Join the talk. You can get up. You can talk via your phone. You can chat. You can just join in. We will be doing a green room. It's the perfect place to start or join a conversation about the NBA, the NFL, MLB, uh, even NHL. We have our lockdown MLB and lockdown NHL hosts doing rooms every single week. Go check them out. You'll have a chance to chat with us about it. Go download the green room app right now available on iOS devices and be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter to it, and then join a group and you'll be notified whenever some room in that group goes live. So, Join Spotify Green Room. Follow me. I'm at Nick Van Exit, and you'll be notified anytime we go live. Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. So, all right, all
1: right, Isaac Harris. I, I just had a question for you. I think over the past few days, we've we've seen a couple people, Kendrick Perkins, which I don't even respond to any of those. Like <laughs> if if y'all want to chat with Nick or I about anything. We should do a top 5 people like, who don't don't send me their tweets and yeah, I'll never respond. Op- opinions that matter the least to us. <laughs> uh don't ever send me kendrick Perkins stuff no, and ask no, for never. a response. I'll never I'll never acknowledge any of that stuff. No. But I've seen people people have sent that to us and even more recently Brian Windhorse. I just want to ask you like what You just lump Brian Windhorse into the the people we <laughs> sure well i mean if we're just talking about clutch payroll people then i didn't know if we just continue on that conversation but you know winhorse said on the fan he said i don't know how many people are going to be excited to play with luca brian Winhorst continues i think luca is maybe a difficult person he's a great player but when you watch the mavericks play he's barking at the coach barking at his teammates barking at officials he's always barking about something he can be really really irritable guy you combine that with what some of the crap that you know Perkins is saying like when you hear this stuff from like national guys right now, like Perkins you-
0: thing, Perkins thing was that Trey young is better than Luca. People t- teammates want to play with Trey young more than Luca like that. All that stuff. Like, okay, here we yeah. go.
1: Let's read the athletic article with John Collins, but <laughs> what, like what, what, are, where does your mind go when you, you've seen some of this stuff over the past week or so about Luca? Like Luca, it just goes and he does his thing, right? Like, it just yeah. like Luca gets frustrated
0: when the team's not doing well. He gets frustrated when teammates don't do well. But I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like there's some kind of it seems like there's an agenda to try and take the turn, the villain turn real quick on Luca now. And it yeah. seems like it happens to everybody. It comes for everyone, it's, yeah. It comes for everybody, and, and sometimes it's just unfounded, right? Like, the. Was the Kevin Durant stuff in the Warriors really that bad if the Warriors still made it and they could still win and still pl- like play their, like, they would have won, what was it, four titles if they didn't get injured there? I mean, some of it doesn't, at, at a certain level, it just doesn't matter. if You can you can win and you can play together and it doesn't matter if you love each other or you're super best friends and all that. Sometimes the best friends in sports don't necessarily win games, right? Sometimes you just need good good talent that maybe not necessarily gets along that well. It happens in sports, but. Yeah, yeah. I just, it seems like there's, they want to take, there's, somebody is feeding them something, maybe it's a Donnie Nelson camp, maybe it's a Rick Carlisle camp that's like, hey, guess what, Luka was not super great to play with, and, like, how much do I, unless Windhorse is hearing it from somebody in the league, like, if he's just saying from his, you know, 30,000 foot living in Nebraska, like, zone, right, like, <laughs> Vantage Point, or Perkins in, where is he, in Bristol, Connecticut, or wherever, like, they don't see stuff, right, like, <laughs> Like yeah. they don't, they don't see stuff and they don't watch all the games. They don't attend games. You know what I mean? At least Mavericks games. So I'm not taking any stock in stuff like that. Was Luca? Is Luca hard to work with sometimes? Sure, but guess what? So are all these NBA players. They all bark yeah. at refs. They all bark at you know every, like everybody. And especially
1: if you had a coach that was hard to deal with, like Rick Carlisle was. I mean, it's just it just happens. Yeah, I would rather take where Luca's at right now, being this overpassionate. You know, barking like the super energetic wear my emotions on my sleeve type of player, than a player who is just like, Hey, I don't give a crap. Like I'm just here to get my check. I'll do my thing and I'm good, but I'm not going to say Kawhi, but I don't know if that, (laughs) it's not like he doesn't give a crap. Yeah. But, but like that attitude, like not give a crap, like on the floor, but like that attitude, like, Hey, I'm just going to like whatever. And like the Perkins stuff, that's just like, Hey, that just shows his talent evaluation stuff. So I don't, Care about the Perkins um, stuff that just gets views. I guess I don't even want to say clicks because I'm not, done talking about him. He's not writing anything. But the the Winhorse stuff I, I just laughed off. It's like your first sentence of that or your second sentence is like, I think he's a difficult person. I'm like, okay, thank you. Please don't tell me more Winhorse.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm done with that. Uh, another really small thing: Sportsnet New York reported that there are some people in the Mavs that are interested in Kelly Oubre do we just check it off the, the bingo card again for the offseason? Like, Mavs interested in Kelly Oubre? There's one guy. Like, who's left in the Mavs? Is it just Keith Grant that loves Kelly Oubre? Like, is he the only one left? Finn Is it Finley or Cuban? Like, they're the only ones left. They love Kelly Oubre so much. Uh, I know I know every time we do a mailbag about the offseason or free agency or trade deadline, we get Kelly Oubre. But, like, if he didn't work with the Warriors this year, if, if he couldn't, like, Rise above that talent level and become like a valuable, like decent player for them. I don't know if he's going to.
1: Yeah. Well, a wing would be nice on this team, like for a reasonable cost. Didn't? Wasn't there another like New York report something about Brunson? Or is that? Did I see that wrong? I haven't seen that. that at me. Um, okay, never mind. But yeah, what what if the Mavericks just went out this offseason and just signed the past players that they like whiffed on? It's like they bring Dwight in as a backup center. They, Darren Williams. They signed Mike <laughs> Conley. Yeah, Darren Williams is assistant coach with all the other former Mavs. Hassan, no, Darren Williams is playing. Hassan Whiteside. Oh my, God. he's still around.
0: <laughs> yeah, like this season, Ubre. Like just, yeah, he doesn't shoot the three ball well. He does like what? What does he do that you, you're bringing him in for? Last two seasons I like from his K- fashion. Last two seasons from Tsunami Poppy, just under thirty three percent from three.
1: That is
0: not good. Not as good as Dorian. It's not, right? Like, you'd just rather play him more. But, yes, yeah, so that was interesting. Somebody's interested in him. Maybe they can get him for cheap, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting one. All right, I want to talk about the conference finals because they're happening right now. They're really weird, like just a bizarre conference finals. Uh, we just finished watching... Hawks versus Bucks, where Giannis went out with a hyperextension in his knee. Our guy, Brian Sutterer, uh, Dr. Brian has a video out already about it, so go check it out on his Let's YouTube go, channel. Brian. He is. He he motors, man. He gets right through those. But, I mean, what do we take? And Trey Young missed the game as well. Like just a weird – we've had, at some point, the best player on every single team of the conference finals teams, all four teams, has missed a game or two like, or multiple yeah. games. Chris Paul missed two games. Uh Kawhi Leonard has missed now all four of the games. Or all five has it been five games? Missed all five games. Yeah. Uh man, it's just been absolutely, absolutely weird these conference finals. Who's coming away with it? Let's start there.
1: Uh well, I mean, gosh, this is I mean we were standing last, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we're recording this right after the Bucks Hawks game. So we don't know anything about the extent of Giannis's stuff. No. I think if if Giannis finished this game tonight healthy. I think the Bucs would have still been my pick. I say still just going to the conference finals. I don't know if that's just, it's Bucks or Suns. I would say Suns now because of the Giannis injury. But man, like just watching that freaking Suns team against the Clippers the other night, it just left us such a sour taste. I thought Booker was just forcing it. Chris Paul doesn't look the same since come back from the COVID stuff. And I don't know, it was just weird. But I like their team though. I like their like top eight.
0: I think it's Suns. I think it's Suns, and then it's everyone else. But yeah, they, they have looked kind of disappointing since that. Like this is the biggest spotlight that's been on them ever. Any of these guys, maybe in their career, right? like has any, yeah. have any of these players except for maybe Chris Paul played in a moment like this? Like that's their Chris rotation Paul. is their their rotation is Booker first playoffs, Ayton, first playoffs. Didn't really did did Arizona like did they do anything? I don't. They weren't like on yeah. a huge stage or anything like that. Uh, Cam Johnson, first playoffs, Cameron Payne. He's never been in a stand bridges. Like all these guys,
1: Crowder's the only, I mean, Crowder and Chris Paul and
0: Crowder's been, been to the finals, but yeah, Dario Saric first play. Like, it's just crazy to see that this, this group, you could also look the other side for the Hawks. A lot of guys are first playoffs. They're young guys. They got through the draft. So if that. It, so
1: if it's like healthy Bucks versus healthy Suns, you're you're pretty. Confident. Oh, I think the
0: Suns. This Bucks team is just so mismanaged, really? man. Their
1: offense looks so bad. It's think- weird, but I think there's a weird world that I think they match up okay with the Suns. Like I'd like to see Drew on on, on Booker. Yeah, that would be fun.
0: It could. Be yeah, honest, and Aiden would be fun. It just doesn't seem like once you get past the one on one defense, like once you get the the screen, then Booker can get around and he can get what he wants against the rest of the the Bucks. It seems like, right? And that's yeah. that's what it comes down to. You don't get, we don't really get one on one matchups as far as this guy plays offense and this guy's plays defense, and you just get them isoing on each other. Like we just don't get that anymore. It's about the how the team defends versus how the other team plays offense, and sometimes it's a one team off, it's a one player offense, but. Yeah, all right, coming up, let's talk more about this. We'll talk about some of the injuries that have happened and figure out who's coming out of the finals, what matters, why does it? Does this conference finals even matter, and could the Mavs have gotten in there? We'll talk about that a little bit more coming up. But before we do, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. They're delicious. Can't tell you anymore. I'm waiting on my box. Strawberry, I got the mint brownie. And I'm also trying the orange as well. I'm really interested to see how the orange tastes. I think I've had that one before. But strawberry is a new one I'm excited to try. They're absolutely delicious. You can go check them out. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCKED15. Most of the bars have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. If you're doing the math, if you're crunching the numbers, it's pretty good pretty good go check it out builtbar.com use the promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off at builtbar.com also want to tell you about bet online bet online is the place to put down some money on sports they have all kinds of stuff they have nba draft props you can bet on cade cunningham going number one overall i don't think you'll get very good odds on that no he's minus minus 2500 that's not, not very good odds there's some ncaa tournament odds already early odds for the ncaa tournament Right now, if you want to go bet June thirtieth, uh, you can go bet on that today. Gonzaga plus six hundred, Kentucky plus twelve hundred, Villanova plus twelve hundred. That's a pretty big gap between Gonzaga and the rest of the field, basically. So go check that out. Duke, Michigan, up there in the top. Where's is there? An... North Carolina plus twenty eight hundred. <laughs> That's pretty far down there. Louisville plus thirty three hundred. Not seeing a lot of Texas here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Not seeing a lot of Texas. Texas plus eighteen hundred. There you go. Baylor plus eighteen hundred. Go check it out. Bet online. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. To get a fifty percent welcome bonus to your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's talk a little bit more about these conference finals. Uh, what do we take from all these injuries? Like it just seems. Does this does this season deserve some kind of asterisk? It just seems like all this all these injuries have happened. Giannis has now missed time. Kawhi Leonard's missed time. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis, Trey Young's missed time. Donovan Mitchell, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray, Chris Paul with COVID. Like you just start going down the list and it's all these guys, like all these top guys in the NBA have started to miss time. The Nets aren't in it. The Lakers aren't in it. Like the teams that we kind of expected to be up there are not there anymore. And one of these teams, like either Trey Young, Giannis, Chris Paul, or Paul George is going to win a title. (laughs) Like one of those guys. What's the narrative going to come out uh, from this finals? Because we're going to look back, and it's going to be still a title. It's, it's not going to have an asterisk on it because the NBA doesn't do that. But what are we going to look back on this title and think about?
1: Well, I think it depends on who wins it. If if Trey Young wins it, or even like a Paul George wins it without Kawhi, I think I think the the asterisk stuff will be like more than ever. I still I still think it would happen for the other two, for the Bucks and Suns. But if one of those two, two teams win it, it'll be, I think it'll be a little bit less just because it's like, oh, the bucks were a three seed. Phoenix was a two seed. it's like, okay, we get like, I see what the, the path they went through, but yeah, I think something that I'd go back to of like, what do we learn from like a Maverick standpoint is I think it just shows you like, I go back to that Maury team of what Maury did with Houston when Golden State had their like dream team together, basically that Maury just said, Hey, I'm going for it. Like, I'm going to put these guys together. We're going to go for it. And they obviously came up short. They didn't make it to the finals. Golden state beat them, but they were, they were a, this type of playoffs away. They were, you know, these injuries away from going. So I think it, it once it that gets Raptors to, title. They would have won. Exactly. I think it just goes to show you that no matter if there are teams like Brooklyn out there, or whoever it is, or like even, I know nobody was really scared of the jazz, but if you're looking at a jazz team in the middle of the season and saying, man, they're like, you know, on pace for 60 something, you know, wins. It's like, they're just like crazy good team. I still think it just shows you that get the best team you can and go into the playoffs and you never know what will happen. You never know because look what happened with Brooklyn. Look at, so I I just think that's a good reminder of, No matter from here on out, like no matter how stacked a team can be, no matter how much you don't, you think that, I mean, going into the playoffs, everyone's healthy. There's only it's Brooklyn, the Lakers, and probably the Clippers. Clippers, Like those are the three teams you're probably looking at and saying, all right, one of these three teams are winning the title. And if you're another one of the teams
0: on all healthy, I'd put the
1: nuggets up there probably too. That's true. That's true. And, but if you're a te- another team out there in the playoffs and you're looking at it and you're just like, you're at the like trade deadline or something and you're saying, should we really like go for it? Like, I don't know. Like, I think this is a type of post season that you look at and say, man, this is why you go for it because you never know what can happen. And now one of these four guys is going to win a title. And especially if somebody like Trey young and the Hawks win a title, you're like, okay, well that just shows you like a lot of teams out there. A lot of players out like if, if your cards, you know, fall right, then you'll have a path. So, I, that's just one takeaway for me. Not saying that every single year, you just got to throw everything on the table and say, you got to go for it every single year for one year. But it's just a, it's just a reminder for me. The card that fell was that the Hawks, that Atlanta happens to be in the Eastern quadrant of the United States. <laughs> well, East and Knicks first round and not really. It, they Yeah. Well, I don't want to go through all that, these but. just
0: this flawed Sixers team, this flawed Bucks team, right? Like it's just they yeah. the path they've beaten the teams in front of them. Giannis now with the injury, i Ben Simmons just got Joel Embiid had that injury. We should include Joel Embiid in that injured list, right? That, that meniscus tear, that was huge for them. And the the injury stuff
1: is is so weird. We were talking before we hit record on this and Mark Stein, you know, tweeted about it. If you know, it's such a huge narrative right now, but it's also like, you got to look at all the injuries too, because I think it is a combination. I I, like, you can't ignore the shortened season and the impact on injuries. All You can't ignore that. But I also don't think you can look at it and say it's all 100 percent because of that either. Because there are a lot of these injuries, these playoffs, that are freak injuries that are going to happen no matter what. Like Trey Young stepping on the you know backwards on a like a referee, that's probably gonna happen anytime. Like Kyrie Irving landing on Giannis's foot, turning his ankle. That's gonna happen. Like there's been a lot of contact stuff that it's gonna happen every single season. It's the soft tissue stuff, it's the hamstrings, it's the Kawhi knee stuff if we had a couple player, more players that just like non-contact just fell on the court holding their knee, it's like ACL, stuff like that. Then I think it's a hundred, like you would look at it. I'm just kind of split on it. It's like, I think it impacted it, but I also think there's a lot of bad luck this year too.
0: The worst luck, right? And But yeah. I think you also make your own luck because I think some of these contact injuries also, there's fatigue factor. There's all kinds of different things that can that can help like <laughs> – Usher in these injuries. I don't know how yeah. to say it. Like bring them, like bring them on. So, uh, but yeah, there's no, there's, there's no Durant. There's no LeBron. Like it's just so, this, these playoffs are so weird, and these injuries have really. Taken. Where's your
1: interest level? Like on a scale of one to ten. Well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a,
0: I'm a huge NBA fan, which I think a lot of people are. So I'm, I'm in yeah. it still. I'm watching every game. I'm in it. I'm as far as like, am I enthralled? Am I curious to see who's gonna win? Am I so into it? I don't know like maybe like a 5 I'm really curious but I'm not going to be like if Chris Paul wins a wins a title maybe I'll be excited for him but even it's hard to be excited cuz you're like did you did you really like you just you beat like which teams did you beat you beat the Nuggets with like you beat the Lakers that yeah, And Davis. that's how it was you beat last the Nuggets year. without like, Jamal Murray you beat the Clippers without Kawhi like okay cool like and then whoever you beat in the finals if it's the Hawks or the Bucks but
1: yeah. And It'd same kind of last year him. with like LeBron and Lakers. Like, are you really like that excited? Like you won this bubble tourney and you at least guys were there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These last two years have been so strange and it looks like they next are. year, next year we'll get back into a normal schedule, but
1: I do sh- think both of them. I think if you... Yeah. I think if you, ha- if you give one astra I think, I think both of them deserve it. Like if you are handing out the hypothetical, asterisk to the season which they, they don't they it's always what people don't want to do but i think both of these seasons to combined with everything that's happened the shortened season this year COVID stuff combine it with the bubble all of that last year no fans like the craziness that i think if you're going to lump it together i think we'll always look back on both of these seasons Cons- assuming next year will be back to normal everything's yeah. back to normal I think we'll always remember these two seasons as oh, those were the two COVID seasons. Like But I th- I think so. it's
0: when we're when we're a certain amount of time removed, we'll just look back at that bubble season as the one that's the, the asterisk and not necessarily this one. Because this one is back in front of fans. You look back at, at highlights and stuff and there'll be fans there. You know, it's just it, it'll yeah. look more like a normal season than than the bubble one will obviously. Especially so I wonder
1: if like the Bucks I'll, win it. If yeah, if like Giannis Clippers wins with, it, yeah. comes back. Yeah, if yeah, and the Clippers do that or something, it, it's like a natural thing, then I think this year will kind of get forgotten 10 years from now. It'll just be the bubble. But, and I hate to just go back to them, but it's just, it's the Hawks were a fifth seed or whatever it was. It's like, if the Hawks win it, I think it will be lumped in as, okay, remember that bubble year? And then the next year was like this crazy shortened season. And the Hawks like oh, won Hawks it. Because if, if you're picking one of these four teams to not, not make it back to an Eastern, or a, a conference finals over the next... Five years. What team is it? Well, uh, you you want to say Hawks,
0: but I think it's one of the West teams because of just how hard it is. But okay, I
1: only I, I only Nuggets stra- come like, back. Lakers I guess come it's back. the Clippers, Mavs, retool for sure. But I, I guess I just lean towards like Suns. I guess Chris Paul is getting older, but like Booker, Ayton, they are already so good right now. Bridges, like they have this y- really good young core, which the Hawks do too for sure. But I think Bucks could be back. 100%. I guess I go back to the, like the scale one to 10 thing for me. I think I'm at like an eight or nine, like I'm having all the games on. I'm just not, I think there's been like years past that I'm on the couch phone up, like watching everything, yeah. even taking notes, maybe making some highlights, like just all in. And I got it on, but I might be like working on some other things And I'm just like, okay, cool. Like glad, Fun game. And that's just where I'm at right now. And I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe that's me getting older. or Uh, It's a weird weird season. Let us know what you think about this conference finals in the comments on
0: YouTube. If you're not, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Really good stuff. 5,000 subs already. Let's go. In under three months, we made it to 5,000 subs. Like, in three more months, we're going to be at 10,000? Probably not, but we'll see. (laughs) I expected 5,000. We'd get there in like a year. And here we are. Boom. We're like six months or something. We got there in half the time. So... Bam! Thank you, guys. It's all about the Raccoon Squad. Thank you, guys, for doing that, subscribing. And guys, we'll be back tomorrow with more stuff. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. So, <laughs> boom pew pew, gotcha.